0: Most pop and party people, you are on Drutini on the Pod, the podcast by Drutini on the Rocks. We are Drutini on the Rocks. My name is Ray. To my left is Ellis, if you're watching the uh, YouTube version. And to my bottom is Matt Young. Ellis Green is his full name also. Um, today, we've got some vocal tracks, some tasty licks, some hot tricks, some smoking tracks, some uh, simmering tracks, and maybe some cool tracks. But we'll find out. And uh, yeah, our theme was vocal tracks. We're going to start with uh, a track that I chose from the Rhythm Heaven series. I think this one was from Rhythm Heaven Fever. And it's from Tsunku, the uh, producer, uh, singer, songwriter from Japan. This track is called Love Lad."
1: That's a really good song. I like. Uh, it felt It definitely feels a uh, very K-pop esque. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely got a lot of boy band vibes in that, and it's uh, really cool. I like the callback uh, to the initial like whistling uh, melody. You know, towards the end as it starts to do like some counter stuff with the uh, actual, you know, the singing. So yeah, that was a, that's that's a really fun track.
0: I wanted to put that one on our smooth episode. But uh, then I thought that we we could possibly do this episode. So I saved it. Also, I'm wearing, <laughs> a, I'm wearing a heart for Love Lab. Nice. That's what that's for.
1: That would have been uh, very applicable for our Valentine's episode.
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. What tracks did you bring in for that episode,
0: Ray? <laughs> oh, that was the one I didn't do, huh? This one yeah. could have been on that one. No, um, for sure. You actually you you Ellis uh you picked um the uh, theme of love from Skyward Sword, and that was like my my first thought was uh to pick that one for that episode. Cool. <laughs> actually had a that that song this is gonna sound super nerdy, but that song played at uh, my wedding. So
1: <laughs> So a side note to the uh, Valentine's Day episode, everybody.
3: Yeah.
2: I'd like to move on now to a track from a game which has a lot of vocal music it's a a game i that came to mind uh first when i thought of the topic this is katamari damasi i'd like to play a track called wanda wanda and this is music written by yu miyaki
1: wan tata 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 wan tata tata tata
3: wan tata 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 is uh-huh.
2: Katamari Damasi.
1: Uh, so, my question to you is why. There's so many good tracks on Katamari. Like, why this one? And this one is definitely included, but.
2: Well, aside from this one being a, a stone cold banger, um, mm-hmm. this one. Well, a lot of the Katamari music is. It's songs, you know. They're fully fleshed out songs with, like, verses and choruses. A lot of them have solos. Because, you know. In Katamari, you're going to hear these songs for like six, maybe ten minutes just on repeat. Mm-hmm. So it helps to have songs that are really long. Um, this one is, is a little shorter, so it's a little friendlier for our format.
1: Got it. I see, I see. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, I like to, I like that Katamari and Jen, I don't, I can't speak to every single song, um, but you know there's there's enough variance like it, it it sounds obviously it sounds very holistically everything's very cohesive but like individually they sound so different um you know it's very stuff,
2: eclectic yeah
1: yeah but it just it feels like it works you know it doesn't feel like that none of the tracks feel out of place and you know <laughs> they have enough energy to kind of keep you like feeling like the urgency of you know making sure that your ball is big enough so it's it's a really cool, uh... Just a really cool soundtrack altogether.
2: Yeah. It it perfectly walks the line between being quirky without being silly. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the production on this track is, is, like, amazing. It's it's super cool, like, electronic music. Yeah. Um, And Katamari is an inherently pretty silly game, but the music, by being as, you know, as good as it is, really sort of sells it. hmm
0: I like that. The idea of the, uh, the weirdness of katamari being anchored by its like soundtrack sort of or or grounded by it yeah the soundtrack is like wacky but but not yeah but like you're saying not silly like it it sounds really good you know it's fun it mostly plays it straight
1: yeah no yeah can you know in comparison to again yeah, the the whole the callback to the yoshi's Yoshi's yoshi story. story yeah Um, You know, I just didn't vibe with that, but you know, the few tracks I've heard from, you know, Wooly World, I'm just like, yeah, dude, this is, and that's just kind of the same vibe I'm getting with this out, this uh, soundtrack.
4: Wooly World, baby.
1: So uh, my first track that I would like to share is actually the only track that we have actually, uh, I would say, arranged, Alice maybe would say cover, but (laughs) either way we perform it. Um, and it's from a composer I actually really like, and I don't think I've even picked anything from this dude since we started the series, uh, but it's from Shoji uh, Meguro and he's part of like the, I'm assuming he's like part of Atlas, but he does a lot of the Persona music. He's done stuff with Catherine, uh, which is another game that we've, uh, we've done an arrangement on one of the songs um but yeah this this one is the one that stuck out to me because when i very when i first played this game i was on the ps vita i was like way late to it because it already been on the ps2 for a while um and i was just like dude this soundtrack is not what i was expecting from and it's the first also installment of persona that i played um and i was not expecting the music that that i heard it was really catchy really upbeat and it had words, um, which is, again, not something we see unless it's like a featured song on like Final Fantasy, like eight or nine, stuff like that. So um, this one's called Heartbeat Heartbreak. I uh, think it's kind of funny listening to like really like dissecting or deconstructing like songs with lyrics from you know Japanese singers that are speaking English um, you know things that happen with eyes on me and uh, you know a couple other songs um, you know might not make a totally cohesive sentence we know we know what the point of you know the matter they're getting across but I mean that's not really even the in this song I, I feel like I listen to like the melody of the vocals and it's more of like an instrument to me and I just like the melody it's I'm focused on the melody more than anything and it's really uh just a just a fun track overall
0: yeah I really uh I love Shoji Maguro and uh I I try to put one of his songs in every episode and then I don't do it because it doesn't always fit um but I don't know he's just like one of my favorite composers and I it's not like, a lot of his stuff is vocal stuff, but I don't, like, I like that they are vocal, but I don't pay attention to, like, the lyrics or even the fact that it's, like, a person singing. Like, kind of like you were saying, like, it's just an instrument. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Although, I will say, the I fell in love with him from Catherine, and mm-hmm. Catherine, to me, is, like, a very, very good, very special soundtrack that I'd love to talk about maybe someday at greater length.
1: <laughs> As, again, another one I'm kind of surprised we haven't touched on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds a banger. I would never played the game. You showed me this, and I was just like, "Ooh, yeah, I love the, I like the bass." I like the <laughs> yeah, <I> dude <did. laughs> So the next track, I'm gonna have to give a little bit of context, just so people, uh, if you haven't played Yakuza series or Yakuza Zero, you can understand what's going on. Um, so in these games, the these are games that are known for their their good writing, good characterization, and for being very funny. So, uh, they have these like kind of serious sometimes cheesy main storylines but surrounded um is like these side quests that are just like ridiculous like in in this game uh one point you you have to like fight off zombies that are trying to attack michael jackson as he's on the set um for for thriller and there's just like all these wacky side quests and one of them is uh, that you could do at any time. is go and sing karaoke, and you can do it by yourself. Um, you can go in when someone else is singing karaoke, and you can cheer in the background and use a tambourine uh, for some songs. And it's just hilarious because at some points you're like teamed up with another person, like his uh, the main character is Kiryu, his one of his friends, um, and they you like start to do well, and then like. If you get a high enough score halfway through, it like changes and they're they're like in the the story that the song is trying to portray, and it's like just hilarious. So this one, it like starts with him singing karaoke and ends with him like like in this like sad like you know tragic love story thing where he's it ends with him sadly looking into, into his glass of whiskey, and it's just super cheesy, super hilarious. Um, This is Bakami from Yakuza Zero.
4: 夢はおってきまたで募り吹を内もに何のにとうして
0: got to add one thing, um, and that's that uh, it sounds like an 80s pop song in Japan because the game takes place in the 80s in Japan.
1: I figured, too, because you had mentioned <laughs> that Michael Jackson was in the game, so I'm just like, oh, it has to. There's no way it's like future or, you know. Definitely has an old vibe to it, and you know, I love that they, if this was written when this game came out, that's so awesome that they <laughs> made it sound like super... I don't know in the uh, in the era.
0: Yeah, it's like a a game that kind of like plays into the fact that it's like an 80s story a lot, and it's you know part of the jokes have to do with that. So they they were very uh, intentional with that. The song "Baka Mitai" means something like "I'm a fool" or "I look like a fool." So it's kind of like a that's great.
2: <laughs> can, so, you- uh, can you shed any light on why this is the uh, taxi driver edition of this track?
0: I have no idea, actually.
1: Okay.
2: Because that's what it's listed as. <laughs> <on the soundtrack. laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: Uh, this The song actually, like, uh became viral for a little while um online. Uh, people were using it for, like, very, like, comedic purposes on TikTok and stuff like that. So oh, wow. I didn't even, I didn't know that this was the name of the song uh, until I, as soon as I heard, like, the first couple seconds, I was like, let me look this up real quick. And sure enough, you know, so. Oh, uh
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> cuz he's a TikToker.
1: Look at me. I'm little, I'll do some TikTok dances on the next podcast.
0: I'm also I'm pretty sure it's the voice actor for the main character singing too Oh, that's so cool. If I if I recall correctly, it sounds exactly like him. So.
2: Well, um I'm a Sega boy at heart. So, I'm real I'm real glad to see so many Sega tracks uh, on this episode. <laughs> Speaking of Sega, I'd like now to play a track from a game called Sonic Rush. And this is music, of course, by Hideki Naganuma. I'm going to be playing the track What You Need. Here it is. you need from sonic rush Uh, music by hideki naganuma uh, who also composed jet set radio Um, and this is very much in his usual big beat fat boy slim kind of style
1: man that's a that's a name i haven't heard in a very long time but that is spot on
2: (laughs) yeah i mean i was familiar with Hideki Naganuma before Fat Boy Slim so when I heard some of that stuff it was like oh this is Jet Set Radio but in real life
1: <laughs> so far at least with the two tracks you have LSA, I feel like there's somewhat of them um, with at least high energy um, so I'm interested to see what that last track
2: uh,
1: is looking like So,
2: mm-hmm. the last track may surprise you <laughs> but we'll get there
1: all right, for my second track, um, I actually chose something that um, I needed to like verify that it actually was written for the for the game, which appeared which apparently it had, it was, um, and it's by Jose Gonzalez, who's like a kind of like acoustic indie singer songwriter. Um, he actually, as far as the credits are concerned, um, I don't. he actually wrote this song there was like a few other people involved but he's the one that performed it and it actually uh uh it it i the first time i heard that was was in game um and it was a really uh a really nice coincidence because raymond was there um when i was playing uh through this game and and once you get to a particular point in the game uh you end up like traveling to mexico and it's a it's if the game forces it to be a a specific time of day so like the sun is setting while you're heading and it's just like you're it's just a very quiet ride except for you know the hooves of the you know the moving horse and and the song and i was just like dang this is actually like really cool Um, And so, you know, we just listened to this song like quietly until I got to the destination. And, you know, I looked at Raymond. and I was like, dude, that was sick. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, my second choice is uh, Jose Gonzalez's Far Away from Red Dead Redemption.
0: of a runaway train Just to feel alive again Pushing forward through the night Aching just to
3: side. It's so far so far away It's so all far Away.
0: I think the uh the ride to Mexico and Red Dead Redemption has become one of those like like moments in video games that like everyone was talking about and I think still talks about it's just like um yeah the that it's like What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Like the the developers are kind of like leading, like a very like linear experience where, yeah, they control like the weather and uh, it's like the music's always going to come in at the same time and fade out as you get into the the same place. So it's just like I don't know, a really cool moment, and the song was just a really good mood setter. Like it's exactly what that the moment in the the story needed, you know?
1: Yeah, and and in the. You know the 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 moments right before that you know you begin traveling. It was you know they're they're pretty uh, hectic. You know there's a lot of going on. A lot. It's just a total shootout, mm-hmm. and so it's just it's almost relieving. If, you know once it's over, you're just kind of you know you don't have to worry about any random like encounters and stuff like that. And I don't think this is this is by far not the first. Uh, you know. Video game to to do something like this, and maybe it wasn't that route. Maybe they went a more somber route or more epic route. But like a, a mood change, you know, and and yeah. um, I think it's uh, those are the things that are very, that resonate with me as like you know a big you know a a big change in what happened in the plot. You know, something, something kind of flip your wig, and then the song that that correlates with that um, is uh, it plays a pretty integral part uh, into, you know, how that, that scene sets with you. And, and this is like one of those top, top moments for me.
2: So as it turns out, um, the three of us did a little sleuthing just now and Jose Gonzalez did in fact, uh, compose and perform this track. Jose Gonzalez is not to be confused of course, with Alberto Jose Gonzalez, composer of such games as Smurfs on NES, Smurfs Nightmare on Game Boy Color,
0: Jesus, we're gonna have to do a Smurfs episode. We really are, (laughs) or we could just. I mean, I'd be down to have Ellis just do like a Smurfs presentation. And uh... I'm prepared, I could, I'm ready right now. Let's do it tonight. (laughs) Uh... So, this next game is, or this next song is from a uh, game called Nier. And um near along with its sequel near automata are regarded for their soundtracks they've won awards from video game things what is that called the video game Oscars? awards is this called the video game awards
1: yeah I mean there might be other award shows but that's probably VGA, at the most- video game award yeah yeah
0: anyway so this features a uh, singer named Emmy Evans uh, who uh, did over 40 tracks I think for the game and um I'll, I'll give away the uh the secret if you're if you're hearing this for the first time it's not a real language it's a, a mixture of a bunch of different languages so if it doesn't make sense it's not supposed to and um I guess the composer uh, Keiichi Okabe wanted lyrics that didn't mean anything so she mixed together uh, French Portuguese and Gaelic and all sorts of like nice sounding languages and so it's a uh, sort of asmre i guess but uh this is song of the agents Devola from near <laughs>
1: song <laughs> i like how simple just i mean it's literally maybe it sounded like one at times maybe two guitars and just a little bit of percussion then her singing and it uh, it sounds very bittersweet um kind of somber but like there was some like moments of a bright spot but yeah i mean this is i don't know the context of like where this song is played but it's you know it's a beautiful song
0: this is like the uh Kind of main town theme, and it changes as the. Um, if I remember right, there's another vocalist that harmonizes once you like get another character, and so you hear it a lot. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed this to be a a town theme. No, yeah.
1: me neither. No. It's
0: a somber game, so the the tune works for it.
1: <laughs> and I know this is like one of your. I think it's like one of your like top games that you've would. I think you've previously recommended to me.
0: Yeah, I really enjoy the game. I think I, I like the soundtrack more than the game. That's mm-hmm. not to say I don't like the game, but uh, if I, if I'm going to experience this game, I'd, I'd probably like YouTube or Spotify the soundtrack before I like replay it or something. Cool. Really good game. Still enjoy it.
2: <laughs> Near and dear. Near and dear. Anyway, <laughs> um, after that somber track, it's time to play something different i'm gonna play a track from mario artist polygon studio we've heard from the mario artist sort of set of games before on the podcast um this one uh is exclusively composed by kazumi tataka friend of the show kazumi tataka i'm gonna be playing the track simple to make i've also seen this titled da boom uh from mario artist polygon studio t t t Simple to make or da boom from Mario Artist Polygon Studio by Kazumi Tataka.
1: What draws you towards this one?
2: How could how could you not be drawn towards this track? Have you ever heard anything like this?
1: No. I mean Inside of Earthbound. <laughs> no, it's very uh it's very uh, very avant-garde i feel like for as at least for a pick for you oh no you've had some you've had some interesting picks that have been good and i i do like this one a lot um but i was not expecting this uh this one at all to be honest after your first two picks so
2: this is this is a a sort of i don't know this is the style of quirky nintendo music that i absolutely cannot get enough of
0: those drums, though. Yeah.
1: And I like the uh, the random, uh, the one note. Uh, I don't know. It was like a little guitar, and I, I was not expecting that.
2: <laughs> oh, and how about the, um, the applause sound effect at the end?
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's so sick. I guess I'm closing this one out tonight. Um, so I actually had a hard time finding um, a few tracks. I was listening to them. You know a little bit throughout the weekend and then a lot of it today and it was to the point where i was like picking stuff that or i was listening to stuff that i just like it was like yeah this is okay but this is also a game like i haven't heard of a bunch of stuff like japanese rpgs and stuff like that and i wasn't drawn to them like i was the first two tracks and also uh the one track i probably would have picked i've already picked a different arrangement um for the valentine's episode which should have been eyes on you or eyes on me um and uh so ellis was kind enough to uh share a track that i immediately uh was drawn to so um i've never played this game i do remember being a kid and really wanting to and being upset that i didn't have any consoles that i could play this game on um but this is uh Composed by Tomoko Sakaki and Marion Saunders is the arranger of this particular version of the song. Uh, so the game is Christmas Nights into Dreams. And the song is called Dream Dreams. Uh, and this version is the acapella version. Please enjoy.
2: And that's Tomoko Sasaki. But that one's on me because there's a typo. <laughs> anyway, here it is. Ooh.
3: In the night, dream delight, I want to see see you standing there, there. in the The night, night. dream delight, I found someone.
2: I Can shed some light as to what in the world any of that was. Um, this is an arrangement of Dream Dreams, which was originally in the original Nights into Dreams, which was also a vocal track. This is the a cappella version from Christmas Nights into Dreams, which was a pseudo like DLC for that game. I mean, it came on a separate disc because this was in 1996, there wasn't yeah. a DLC,
0: but um. Yeah, I guess that's all I have to say about that. I, uh, yeah, didn't know that Christmas Nights into Dreams was even a thing, mm-hmm. but I think, I, like I probably stated before, I've I've heard some of the night soundtrack, but never played the games. But oh my god, this blew me away! Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I mean, this this just shows
2: how ahead of the game Sega was at music um, back in those days because this is 1996. Mm-hmm. And this is a, like, beautiful acapella version for a game which is, like, a magazine giveaway. You know, mm-hmm. this is Christmas Nights. Like, people don't even know this is a thing. And, um, <laughs> Night, the original Nights had, as well as the vocal track Dream Dreams, it also had a fully orchestrated, like, main theme. And this is 1996. This was before, like, Final Fantasy was doing that.
1: Yeah, you know? that's incredible. It's, a. Uh... Yeah, I, I really. Uh, <laughs> the first time I heard, I mean, I, I think we all hear different things, of course we do. Um, but immediately it was just getting like boys to men, new edition vibes. Some people would be talking maybe like just a just a choir, you know? It sounds so full. Um, but man, it is so good, and it's easy. I when I when I went to the YouTube video, you know, to to listen to it. Um, I was actually like slightly annoyed that there was only like 21,000 views, and there's millions of views on some troll video from gilvis Sunner and I'm just like, dude, like people need to be listening to this. What is going on? So it's upsetting, but it's like ah, this is just like the really uh, the epitome of how I feel when you know I find one of those songs from a, a game that no one played that much, you know I. I I personally didn't I don't know anybody in my friend group unless Ellis did that's played nights. You are the only person. So
2: I've also played Christmas nights. <laughs> okay. Now this is a good track and I'm glad you guys are stoked about it. But the real reason I wanted Matt to play this is because I have a pop and joke related to this track. Okay. Are you guys ready to hear my joke? I think so. Okay. Here's my joke. Nights into dreams. More like boys into men. Wow. <laughs> Are you serious?
1: <laughs> that was so bad. And you said that you had the joke like hours ago. <laughs> that was good.
0: Boom. <laughs> 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 Well, party people, that's all we got for this week's or bi-weekly installment of the Juicy on the Pod podcast. Go play Christmas Nights into Dreams and uh, we'll see you in two weeks. We're going to send it off with uh, our arrangement and performance of Starlight Zone from Sonic the Hedgehog 1. (laughs) Bye-bye.